Good morning. Before I get into the heart of the homily, I have a disclaimer. About three months ago, my son, Deacon Kevin, presented a homily on the occasion of my 80th birthday, and his homily started off with a story about me 35 years ago and having a problem with my belt and a wardrobe malfunction. Well, some were concerned that it may happen again, and I want to rest assured that will not happen again because now I wear suspenders. <laughs> now to the rest of the story. A woman married 40 years was complaining about her husband that he never showed her any affection. Her friend suggested that she call Father Eric, and that's what she did. He came for a visit when she knew her husband would be home. Father Eric listened to her complaints. My husband never hugs me, never kisses me, never tells me he loves me. But through it all, the husband just sat there watching the football game. Finally, Father went over to the crying woman and gave her a warm hug, and then returned to the husband and said, did you see what I just did? You need to do this twice a week to your wife. Without batting an eye, the husband said, fine. Then I'll bring her to see you on Tuesday and Thursdays. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> People not listening and not hearing is as old as the human race. It is equivalent to an Olympic sport between wives and husbands, parents and children, teachers and students. That's why Solomon's prayer and first Sunday's first reading is important. Solomon got offered anything in the world he wanted. He asked for just one thing, an understanding heart. A heart that could find peace and that could be distance, so to build God's kingdom. Now in today's gospel, we hear, he's playing a game that I'm not familiar with. This was the comment of legendary golfer Jack Nicklaus when in 1997, a 21-year-old Tiger Woods took the golfing world by storm, winning the prestigious U.S. Masters Tournament by a record-breaking 12 strokes. Though God may not be familiar with golf, today's gospel reading suggests a game he is familiar with and likes to play, a game played by children all over the world, hide and seek. One day, God decided to launch a treasure hunt on Earth. So he called his angels and gave them a priceless treasure to bring to earth, instructing them to hide it so that people would have to search for it and might have the joy of finding it. Shall we hide it on the highest mountain? The angels asked. No, answered God, because only the fittest and the healthiest could climb that mountain and the weak would have no chance. Again, the angels asked, shall we put it on the furthest shores of the ocean? No, answered God, because only the rich people could afford to travel so far, and the poor would have no chance. Where then shall we put it? The angels asked, and God instructed, put it in within reach of everyone, rich or poor, healthy or weak. Plant it in the center of their being. Hide it in their hearts. 
We all are treasure hunters. We seek the pearl of great value. The one thing that will answer the deepest yearning of our hearts and make us truly happy. The problem is that we spend too much time looking in the wrong places, outside ourselves. And we invariably end up frustrated. We're all treasure hunters. We seek the pearl of great value, the one that will answer the deepest yearning of our hearts and make us truly happy. The problem is that we spend too much time looking for it in the wrong places, outside ourselves and we invariably end up frustrated. The treasure we seek is the presence of God for which our hearts were made. In his famous autobiography, Confessions, St. Augustine wrote, you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they rest with you. Augustine then goes on to describe his own experience of seeking and finally discovering the divine treasure. After a fruitless search for this treasure outside of himself, he finally discovered it in the depths of his own heart. Today's gospel invites us to attend to the divine presence within our hearts, for it is there we will find the treasure we seek, the priceless pearl for which we must give up all we possess. Yes, there is a price to be paid for the divine treasure. We have to make choices to let go of the things that distract us from the quest, things we foolishly imagine will make us happy, like success, wealth, and power. Like Solomon in our first reading today, we need a discerning heart to keep us on the right path, the path that leads us to the treasure hidden by the angels. Sometimes, perhaps, we may have found the treasure and then cast it aside or forgotten about it in our foolish quest for things we thought might make us feel important. One of the blessings, blessings of aging and of having to take our foot off the pedal and slow down is the opportunity it gives us to notice and attend to everyday miracles around us. Miracles that we have missed in our busy days of doing great things. We begin to live more freely in the present moment, to embrace Embrace the eternity that awaits us and appreciate the treasure hidden in our hearts. A treasure beyond words and well worth whatever it takes to find it. What are your miracles? What are your treasures? Do we keep them hidden like hide and seek? Or do we acknowledge them and accept them? To say what to find your treasure, the treasure is in your heart. The treasure you hope to find someday whether you go to Mark 6, or whether you go to the jockey club, or whether you go to the sophisticated way into business. But your treasure, as Jesus says, where your treasure is, there is your heart. My treasure lies in my seven children, my 13 grandchildren, my four great-grandchildren, and almost about ready to be six. What do you love? What do you sacrifice for? What do you care about? And if your answer is money, then you haven't looked deep enough into your own heart. Because money is just an object that comes as maybe a little security, but doesn't usually deliver. It's not worth the effort of your whole heart yearning for it and spending your time trying to accumulate it. My answer is the love of my family and friends. 
my friends are always showing their love. When I was moving, my friends came and packed my clothes, dishes, and all my stuff. My friends on moving day were moving me. My friends came and painted my living room, dining room, and kitchen. They set up all my appliances, hung the TVs on the walls. Any upkeep on the house, my roomies jump in and it's done. I am richly blessed, and it makes life worthwhile. What is worthwhile? Well, it's very easy. Jesus says, where your heart is, that is where your treasure will be. And if your treasure is God, then your heart is in the right place. It's that simple. Your heart's in the right place if you always remember the greatest treasure is he sending his son all this way to tell you, you are forgiven and loved and cared for. And I'm going to prove it, not just by telling this story, but by laying down my life for you.